0: From the front line.
1: It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates.
0: Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We, we are, are the Forum, Forum for, for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your
1: host, Steve. Yeah, good evening.
0: We are the Forum for the Fans, the Bleed Blue Show, the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. I am extremely tired, but uh, we're going to get through this. Uh, The Knicks on the left coast. Nice win last night in Utah. Got a game tonight versus the Denver Nuggets, a place where you pretty much struggled for a long time, man. But let's talk about the up and down, the woes with the Knickerbocker basketball team, because what we saw on Sunday was utterly disgusting, utterly disappointing. Uh, giving up 145 points at home to the OKC Thunder? That should not have happened. However, for whatever it's worth, we did beat uh, Dominic's uh, Utah Jazz. In a game where the fourth quarter was taken over by Jalen Brunson, uh, key baskets were made uh, through him, as as it should be. I mean, he's obviously our best offensive player down the stretch. Uh, but you never know what you're gonna get with this Knicks team. It's almost like watching uh, Forrest Gump. They're like a box of chocolates. Uh, you can say that about the Rangers too, but the Knicks, they got this man. What every night you just don't know, man. But let's talk about it and then get around the NBA. I watched a lot of the college basketball yesterday, and that was fantastic as well with the uh, Michigan State, uh, State, Michigan State game versus. Uh, who the fuck did they play? Oh, it was Duke and Kansas was the second game. Oh, Michigan State. And I'm having a brain freeze all of a sudden. Who the hell did they play? Oh, Kentucky. Duh. You know, I'm watching that, right, Dom? Like, let's talk about this. College of basketball in full swing and the Knicks with a nice win on the road to jumpstart the trip. But, dude, what, what what's going on, man? I, I, even, I saw their tweets, so I, I know you were utterly upset of what happened. What's going on, man?
1: Good evening, Steven. Man, you you got me good. nervous, Steve, when you couldn't say Michigan and Kentucky. I
0: couldn't remember. You <laughs> just talked about it. K, I was I'm going to Kansas. I was like, it could have been
1: Kansas. Eddie, no, because Kansas is in game, so, Kentucky okay. loses is a good day for me. I can't stand it. <laughs> but, oh, well. What's that at time, that
0: game. I saw every other NBA general manager at that game. I saw Landry Fields, former Nick. It. I saw him uh, all. Sam, um, the guy for the OKC Thunders, uh, 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 his ad general manager, Mitch check for the, uh, the the Hornets. No, not. I didn't see Scott Perry. Not to say he wasn't there. They just didn't, you know, put him on camera. So, you know, don't want to throw him under the bus if he really was there. But, you know, that's what they do with college basketball. Guys like us, we're definitely going to watch and, uh, uh, you know, watch college basketball. Because, obviously, if you know who's good in college and you watch it, you kind of know how they're pretty much – in it says what they're going to do in the pros, so that's why I always value college basketball. Obviously, no different than any other sport, but yeah, Don, what are your thoughts, man?
1: Well, I, I really wish we would skip over Sunday, but <laughs> that was that was humiliating. And you know what? It was weird. If you watch the game, and you, oh, I'm pretty sure you guys had the Nick feed, so I'm, I'm listening to Mike Breen with all his, all the most points that Knicks have scored in the first quarter of their career. And, man, that shit went south right after that. 145 points. Oof. Steve, come on. There was something we brought up last week about the game they lost to Boston, and they were 50-40-90 and just couldn't guard the perimeter. This one, you score 135 points. And you lose by ten. Whoa. There there ain't much you can say. That was just a good old fashioned I'll tell you what, Steve, it's weird. Their point guard, Giddy, is six eight. Gilchrist is six six. I didn't know they was both I knew Gilchrist was a little tall, but I didn't know they were six eight and six six. That's and they're both young. That's some hard stuff to defend, Steve. I'm sorry. I'm not giving the Knicks an alibi. Matter of fact, right now, they're in a good game with Washington. At Washington. I was watching some of that before I came out here. Mm -hmm. They got a good squad, Steve. For everybody thinking they were in tank tank mode and mm, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. You're fooling me. If they're in tank mode, you're fooling me. But
0: 145, fed, it, 145 yeah,
1: was... it could have been worse, Steve, because Gilchrist was eating R.J. Barrett, and then <laughs> there was no The shit could have been worse. <laughs> not not saying oh, you know, somebody I, else could have stopped him.
0: Yeah, you know I'm big on shaking. You know, just Alexander. Uh, I mean, I mean, oh. there's no. I don't think there's a chance we're gonna get him now. Because of Jalen Brunson, but you know I was advocating for him even last year. If OKC really wanted to take our draft picks and we go for him because he's a, 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 a link-y, uh he's awkward in the sense of he gets to his spots with effort, with, with you know little effort, and he he Ooh. is a tough he's he's a tough uh, he's a tough guy to defend. I mean I'm, I'm not, I can't I not i can not necessarily knock rj for that since because honestly in it would probably do that to probably everybody who defends him at his position so he's doing i'm not necessarily that. i i can see that i can believe that of course i mean he's an all-star he's definitely all-star material but like we when it he traded the him weird the clippers thing,
1: Steve. yeah here's the weird thing when we say we got brunson it seems like he's fitting into playing the two guard because giddy's playing the point so Hey, I'm not saying run out and get him, next You know, I'm not saying that. But I think you know, just to classify him as he has to be a point guard, he ain't been a point guard in two years now. Since Giddy has, since they whooped the Knicks' ass last time they were at the Garden. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, yeah he oh, yeah. was playing point guard that game. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, Steve. Somebody. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he's one of those guys, Steve, that just content with being an OKC. I think he got a max contract, so he ain't he ain't hurting for money. He don't got to prove his worth to get a contract, so maybe he's happy there. I, I don't know, but he's a hell of a talent, Steve. For people that don't get to see him all the time, Lord have mercy. And didn't he eat out yeah, his last time at the Garden? Yeah, they did,
0: but the the, the disturbing <laughs> thing about the game, <laughs> the disturbing thing about it, Dom, is just the fact that, you know, they didn't even have Chad Holmgren, who's their number one draft pick. You know, they. They, they, they were even at full strength, and they should have be putting up 145. I don't care. I know they got just out there, but they, they should not be doing that. No, that, not, not. I mean, maybe I'm in the old thinking, like this is the Nick team that's always going to be, no matter what roster, whatever is always going to be about defense. And that's probably what's bothering me the most, because as a Nick fan, I think me becoming a fan of this team was their. Their dedication even in the bad years was about defense and that's kind of what their identity or culturally what nick fans is blue collar type of stuff where today's nba has gone away from that across the board where the team that gives up the low the, the least amount of points in the league is still 105 points that was unheard of when i first started watching mm-hmm. basketball like teams used to be in the 80s 89 and which was was cool with me i mean I, i'm all about the defense but like the team, I think it's Phoenix who leads in opponents uh points against this year were like hundred and five. hundred and five was like literally probably like close to the bottom when I first started watching basketball. Mm-hmm. So it's probably more about adjusting. But this we talked about it last week. Dom. like this pace stuff, right? It's about I don't think this plays into the Knicks favor night to night. Okay, you may get a win here and there. Right? But th- we well, said it before, the Knicks team necessarily is not a bunch of athletes. Like maybe Coppin's an athlete, but everybody else, they're not necessarily the team I, you could rely on where if you're going to do this pace stuff, they're going to get killed in the transition defense. And you saw a little bit of that last night in Utah, and especially in the middle quarter.
1: I mean, it's weird. You take OB Quickly, and Reddish. They're probably three of the guys that can give you pace, like get up and down the court. But what are you sacrificing on the other end? We we discussed that last week. You know, if if you only got three guys doing it, and two guys aren't, but you're giving up 145. And I forgot what they. Well, last night wasn't too bad. I forgot how many points they gave up last night. 111, 109 maybe. So that's a round league average, I think the Knicks are giving up a little over 116, which is which is kind of strange, Steve, considering what you just said about how we became Knicks fans with the tough defense. And we just did it two years ago. We held opponents under 100 points, best free throw, best field goal percentage against, best three-point percentage against, whole nine yards. And in two years, that went totally – I mean, I understand – I understand, trust me, I can't be a hypocrite. I always say, you know, the NBA is an offensive-driven league. I can't be a hypocrite and back away. But you can't just totally, like we said again, like we said last week, you can't just go all in on one side and say the hell with the other side or you're, you're going to be, I think, what is it? With they're, they're around 16, 17 in points against. They're, they're a negative, I think, three between points for and points against. I think they're a negative 2.7. So let's say negative three. So that means you're losing more than you're winning, man. If you're a negative, and hence the reason we seven and seven. You know, let's just keep it. Let's right. just be honest. You know, there's a reason for this shit. So And, and we didn't start off like this, Steve. It's like... Just me, my observation, Steve. It seems like the longer the season has gone on, only game 14. But it seems like the game with Cleveland, from that game on, Steve, them points against just started skyrocketing. Maybe mm. maybe it's just me. I hate to go back and look at the numbers. But it was Cleveland, Boston. Uh, I forgot who was after that. Where the points for the opponents just started going up. So it ain't like we was giving up one hundred seventeen points out the gate, no. But now, oh, we we may have dodged the bullet last night. To be quiet, how honest. many? How many? I mean,
0: how many points? How many points did we give up the, to the Hornets at home before? I know it was an OT game, so in regulation they were in like in the one twenties, right? Because yeah, it was about was like one thirty-two, 120, twenty-nine.
1: Mm-hmm. And like I said last night, could it be? I mean, is Utah coming back down to earth? Probably, you know. Let's let's be honest. They're probably coming back down to earth a bit. I mean, again, Steve. Last night we gave up 111 against the Jazz, so it's it just seems like just to me, Steve. That game against Cleveland. That's when the wheel started falling off. They, again, Steve. Even after that, we gave up 112 to. Detroit at the Garden, 112 to the Nets. Yeah, so we're – yeah, it's just – I'm trying to get to that game that we went with Cleveland. That's when I think it totally went bonkers. But, yeah, Mm -hmm, 107 mm -hmm. to the Timberwolves, you know, the Timberwolves. And I think they were missing one of them, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I think Gobert was out. 133 to Boston. No, uh, yeah, it, 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 the defense sucks, Steve. I hate to say it. 112 to Atlanta. It does. So it's a it's a rare occasion we hold somebody to a yeah. There it is, Steve. 121 points to Cleveland, and that's where it went totally haywire. So yeah, their defense is just it's not what we're used to. It's it's definitely not winning winning basketball now. Nah. Thank God it was 7-7, Steve. I mean, I got to give them some sort of credit. Because in some people's eyes, we should be 3-11. Some shit like that, 4-10. I I bet we would.
0: I bet we would if we didn't have the point guard. I think the point guard has helped us. I don't know the the exact stat like they would have in baseball like the war. There's got to be a stat where it measures – Oh, you know they got it in basketball. It's got the um, what's it called? Um, oh man, what's that stat called? Dom um, in basketball the usage usage rate. That, the that's pie. the measure. Oh, yeah,
1: the usage rate.
0: Yeah, yeah, that I... that measures. It, it, it's not exact, but it's a good indicator of how each particular player. Uh, not only as far as the percentage of uh, overall stats, but how well it measures as far as it, if a team wins or not. It, the plus or minuses is kind of vanilla, and it, which is cool. But yeah, I, yeah. I, if you're really watching this, man, especially what Jalen Brunson did last night, I, I don't think the Knicks win without him because he kind of willed them through. I, when they needed scoring, they got it from him. He was killing Mike Connolly last night. Loved it. Loved it. I mean, that's what you need. That's what they need. Randall needs to be a secondary option, you know, down the stretch. Because I think Randall, when he's the number one, is just, I like him, but I feel more comfortable in a guy who has great basketball IQ in Jalen Brunson. I mean, that's exactly how I envisioned it, especially the playoff run he had with Dallas. I think that's what I could definitely say with confidence. That's why I wasn't necessarily – as high on the Donovan Mitchell situation over the summer, especially when we probably would have to give up more pieces to get him. And I think you made the point, and I agree, even though Donovan Mitchell gets, gets hot, he's flashy, he's a great regular season player, but give me the winner. We Give me the winner, meaning Jalen Brunson's a winner. He's a champion, national championship twice. Like, give me the winner. It gave me the guy whose father who's actually played in the NBA is actually on the bench for the franchise, you know? Um I like the direction when it comes to that point guard, Dom. Just got to, the defense, that I never expected, dude. I, not a top pivotal defense. And then I understand Mitch's heart hurt, but still, even when Mitch was there, they were still giving up a lot of points. You know, uh, yeah, but they're definitely daring them now in the interior when they attack the Knicks, man. And Utah missed a lot of open threes, too. It's almost a little bit of a situation like um, Minnesota a few weeks ago, whenever that was. Uh, they said uh, Utah takes the most threes in the league. But their percentage is like, it's okay. But, it, but the, the amount of threes they, they take, if they were really hitting at a real clip, they would probably maybe have another win on the on the schedule. I mean, they're doing well already. So, um, yeah. Um, big night. But okay. Now, by the time people listen to this, Dom, they already, already probably already played Denver. Denver, they play tonight. <laughs> How do you think that's going to go? Because that's uh, – we <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, going against Jokic –
1: the MVP of this league, uh, there's no answer. He's not playing. There's no
0: league. No te- oh, 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 he's not even playing tonight.
1: No, I think he's in. I don't want to say COVID protocol, but he's in some kind of.
0: Did I think I did see a ticker for that? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Was that the other day I seen it? Okay. Okay. So sometimes I don't. I'd be missing the, the news and on that. Okay. So in theory, they should compete exactly. with the Nuggets
1: tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When, when I heard that, Steve, uh, great possibility we go three and two on this road trip. Uh-huh. Beat, right, right. beat Utah, beat Utah, beat Denver, beat OKC. Even though OKC whacks us, it seems like the Knicks have a better time with them not at the Garden. Then you got Golden State who ain't playing like shit. So I, I looked at this, Steve, going into it with three and two, which would still leave okay. us at 500 coming back home. Right, right. Sounded like a tall order, but then when they said Jokic wasn't playing, I was like, okay, that's a game. You, I hate to keep saying this, Steve, but that's a game you've got to get. Their team is missing an MVP. You've got to get that game. Somehow, way. You have to get that game, and remember, Denver don't have Will Barton no more. They're going straight, you know, Murray. You know what's his name? Uh, the kid they got from the Magic a few, a couple of years ago. What's it? Gordon. He's he's not a, a super duper offensive threat. Michael Porter Jr. Great player, but will he be healthy? Will he whatever? So that's it. That's a game you got to get. Then you got to get OKC. Worst case scenario. Three and two, best case scenario, four and one, which is again a full right. order right. considering right. how they've been playing. But it's doable. It's definitely doable because mm-hmm. I think going State can do worse record than us.
0: Yeah, well, they I'm had not a mistaken without
1: looking so. it up. Yeah, they I don't yeah, know, the
0: defending champions. I mean, I mean, listen, they won championships, so it's almost like this current regime gets a a pass. They haven't won a role game. And I think they sent uh, their high draft pick wise into the G League. So, um, yes. uh, yep. I mean, listen, you, you watch sports a long time, and if anybody or any team can afford a terrible start, it will be them. I mean, they earn the right to have a terrible start. You know, it's not like they haven't won a championship, and they're still holding on to this core, and they're try- still trying to figure it out. Like, I think most... Fans would like to have the current run that they've had since Mark Jackson was there. So yeah. you know, maybe the, the Knicks can probably uh, remember they won in there last year, right? Yeah, no, yeah, they, they went to the yeah. State and won, and I think they lost to Sacramento in that swing.
1: I think. Here's the I think weird thing, the Sacram- somebody. Here's the weird thing somebody brought up, Steve, with this Weissman kid, and I yeah. feel bad, but they said. His year in college and his first year in the NBA, he may have played 10 games. 10 Uh games. The rest of the time, remember, he got that incident at college that he got hurt. Mm -hmm. So I think the number was like 10, 15 games, Steve. So their their mentality was, you know what, no matter how talented we think this guy is, he's still probably – two steps behind NBA action because of what he's gone through. No college career, no year, no good year in the NBA. You know, I guess this, I, we, Steve, we always said, that. we thought this is what the G League was for. Why didn't Kevin Knox go to the G League? Frank Nillikina go to the G League. Why didn't we do this with some of the players we had? We just kept throwing them out there or sitting them on the bench and letting their, Warm-ups get dirty, but we never <laughs> get that. Why not? i tell you what, Steve, it could only help this kid. I mean, he's still a young man. He might be, what, 20, 20, 21, most? This mm-hmm. could possibly save this kid's career. I didn't even think of that, Steve. They said this guy probably played 15 competitive games since college. What? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Like I said, we should have did it. We had these conversations a million times, Steve. We're the a play. Yeah. Why ain't they in the G League? What? Opportunity missed, I guess, you know. A- Kevin Knox still right, ain't remember? playing, Steve.
0: Wasn't he? He was in Detroit, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's on Detroit. Right, 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 right. Still ain't getting off um, the bench. Yeah, I mean, you we would have thought he would have got an opportunity there, you know, with a team like Pistons, a young core. But, you see, he's going to be playing behind Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bey's legit. We, we we all know that. And, um, uh, you know, Ivy, we saw him twice this year, right? Ivy and, and Kate Cunningham is hurt right now. So, um, yeah. yeah, but still, Kevin Knox, you know, they, they always question his motor, even when he was with us. So it can't have been just with us, uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, man. <laughs> On that, yeah. But his 3rd right. That's terrible, man. Because you know he, you would think he has the physicality, uh, you know, for his, you know, for him to be a three, he has the the shot, like the, the height. Uh, yeah, you know, he has a a decent shot, but just you know, yeah. but it's not as accurate. Like it can be. So, yeah, uh, you know, the, the Knox situation, it, it, it's unfortunate because, you know, he, he could – I'm not saying he's going to have been a Hall of Famer or nothing. I'm not going that far. But he, no. his career could have been a little bit better than what has, you know, has, it, it hasn't has been since he came into the league. But I'm with you, Dom. Yeah, 3-2 and two is cool. 4-1 would be fantastic. And they need to get a spark because I, I, I think watching the home games – Versus better opponents has been a letdown. Boston, Atlanta, uh, I would even call OKC a better team of that echelon. I, I don't think OKC is better than those teams. Like we've got, we've done our job against the uh, inferior teams, like Detroit's and the Orlandos, uh, Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, you know, I, I would say Charlotte was inferior, that night. They had no ball. But yeah, the Knicks. Just like the Rangers, we talked about this on the Rangers the other night too. Don, the last couple of weeks, the same thing. Like the Rangers seem like they had a little bit of a jolt or a better swing on the road than you know these home games. You know, losing to the teams I don't think they should should it be losing to, man. Or even worse, or not even yeah, even worse, not competing as hard versus the better teams. I, 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 we know Boston's legit, but Atlanta, you know that bad loss. Uh, just wanted to see this West Coast, like, this bonding. Oh, what do you thought about that the, the, the news about the team dinner they had? Uh, you know, I don't think it changes anything per se. You know, but the, the dinner they had in Utah the night before the game last night, if you heard about it with Julius Randle doing the plays yeah. only, bringing them guys together. I mean, I think that's cool for leadership purposes and trying to – Try to keep the camaraderie apart. I mean, I mean, after if you given up 145 points, man, you may want to bring that to the to the uh, to the father. You may want to take that to the church too, man. You may want to pray over that.
1: Man. You know what, Steve? I looked at it like the worst case scenario with this was we all get together, we sit down, have some food, watch a football game. And just act like regular people for a minute. Shoot the shit. You know, like me and you would do, Steve. We would sit somewhere and watch a game and just be Steve and Dom. Not, you know, not something, you know, not stressing out over, like you said, just gave up 145 points, going on a five-day road trip. You know, but I looked at this, Steve. There's four teams, 500. One of them. And there's a shitload of teams under 500, Steve. More than five. <laughs> yeah. Much more than five. To include some pretty good teams. And that could shift tonight. I think it did. That's where the fourth one came. I think Indiana beat Charlotte. So now even Indiana's at an even 500. But if you look at the standings, Steve, the way people are, you know, sitting at the bridge ready to jump already after 14 games. It ain't like nobody's burning up the league. You got what? Milwaukee, Boston, in the east. Utah, Phoenix, in the west. And Uh everybody else is like, you know, I ain't saying hanging on, but nobody's burning the league up, Steve. Nobody. If I'm not mistaken, before I look it up, Philly
0: uh-huh.
1: is one of them at straight right, 500. Right, right. You only got three teams, four teams that got 10 or more wins. Out of 30 damn teams, plenty of teams are under 500, Steve. Six.
0: Right, right. seven, eight, nine, ten,
1: eleven, twelve, thirteen 10, 11, 12. 13 teams are under 500. And we're acting like, you know – that we didn't win 17 games not that long ago. Like, this is the worst shit we ever saw. Come on, people. No. <laughs> oh. No. I started telling people on Twitter, y'all keep saying this is the worst you ever saw. You got to put your date of birth on next week. I need to see your date of birth, where you can say <laughs> this is the worst you ever saw. That means you had to be born before 2000. You had to be born after 2004. And even then, you didn't see much winning. So, knock it off. It's it's, it's amazing, Steve. I'm not – I went into this saying, Steve, they'd at least be a playing team. So, I can't I can't shift my ah, – nah. And then people laugh at that. You know, play, what's that going to do? It gives these guys something to look forward to. You know, that's the way you – I always say to Steve, you don't get better by getting worse. So, hey – playing, you never know what'll happen. You, that playing might turn into the playoff. Okay, you get knocked out in the first round. But you made it. That's a, that, ain't that a goal? Who, who, see, tell me this, I don't know. Who went from not making the playoffs to winning the championship the next year? Mm-hmm. I'd have to look that one up. You know, these Knicks fans don't believe in baby steps. You know, you either tanking or you're or you're winning the chip. I don't know how you do that shit, but it's weird, Steve. It's very weird. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> um, they're hungry, man. Like they've watched all these other teams get championships, uh, even since. If you're talking about somebody my age, you thought the Knicks would at least got one out of one of those reigns where we went through a low point with uh, after Van Gundy. And uh, that's a long time of just, you know, it was like an eight-year stretch, and then you got Mari Stodemeyer and you got, like, a little flash for, like, a one year, then, like, a, a dip year after that. But then you added Carmelo with all those veterans. You had the 54-win team, and then after that, everybody retired. You literally went – I think there was one season in there we went to the second round after that. No, 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 I take yes, back. that That yeah, was the 2012 year. Yeah, that was the 2012 year, yeah. and then literally – that after Jeremy Lynn, I mean, they really, really didn't do nothing. That ain't for all those years. That's when we were uh, here on the Bleed Blue Show about that time in the mid-2010s. So, yeah, they, they, and especially a, a city that's pri- that prides itself on basketball, That I think that also goes into that element of how, dive, how uh, enthusiastic the fans are because basketball. New York City is a basketball city probably more than any city in the country as far as street basketball, the culture. So that and I think that's where it goes to their... why they want a championship. So, man, you would have thought that at least one would have came through there in the last 30, 40 years. At least one, not since 70... When, you know, the two you saw. We, none of us saw none of that. We've seen Yankees championships. We saw Giants championships. We've seen uh, a Rangers championship. But not a, a basketball one. And it's like... And it's like you know, fans, we lost fans, or potential fans. Like, fans like who probably would have been a Knicks fan probably ended up being a LeBron fan. Even that's a different generation, like the younger cast, The other generation, yeah. that's where they went more favorable with the players. Steph Curry fans, LeBron James fans. So, I mean, the Knicks probably could have had a bigger fan base had they been winning. Because the Yankees never lost, team, right? They they, they gained fans. They're always gaining fans because the Yankees never had that Terrible period for like
1: they haven't had it. They haven't had one since the '80s, right? We could, you know, so we could say yeah we could say the Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2009, right? But we can't say they suck for them right. the 13 exactly. years, <laughs>
0: right? Exactly. They were always I mean, we can like, say that about always, them, and it, but only they were, had a they
1: handful were, of winning seasons.
0: Right, exactly. That's my point. Like, the Yankees weren't, like, They're playoffs season some of those years, but they were, like
1: – I mean, they were still like, – you know, they were
0: over 500. There's not, you know, leading the division or none of that stuff. So, yeah, and I think that's the frustration with the Knicks fans. They definitely – because they've been a – the Knicks fans have been a, the butter jokes, too, man, from other fans. Just even pundits, oh. you know, the TV guys. They get on them, you know. and And I think there's – it's almost a gift and a curse because the Knicks night after night play at home 41 games a year where a team want, comes to a garden maybe once a year and they want to put on a show, especially when those teams were bad all those years. And I think Mr. Live brought up that point too, Mark, giving the marquee to the opposing players to sell tickets. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? Just, Remember we went point. crazy last year, Steve, with the Steph right. Curry thing over oh, the year before that. Oh, yeah. Might yeah, have been yeah. bad. Yeah, I could have yeah, Me and you went support, crazy watching that shit.
0: Yeah, really? yeah I mean, you can't support. It. Yeah, that's just that's disheartening. That's that's just disappointing across the board, dude. Like, and oh. then it, just little things like that, what your organization is doing, and then of course you know <laughs> your beloved um, Nick icons, you know, getting thrown out of, out of the seat on, on national TV. You know, just you know, it made a story out of it. You know, or, or even fans can't get it in into the, uh, the arena or celebrity fans, at that. not that I care about if they're a celebrity or not, but you're a guy who's got court-sized seats since the 90s and you're denied entry uh, to the arena because the security have prevented you. Like, that's bad press, man, and that, and the fans remember that, and the fans uh, uh, have a chip on their shoulder, rightfully so. You go through the lows and the highs and all the, the, the goofy stuff with previous management and... The, Nick, the the point is the Nick fan is dying for a championship. She pretty much write off or wash their hands of all the, the stuff I pretty much said. And there's a lot of stuff I'm forgetting too. So, uh, well,
1: what what's sad, but, uh, be, what you're forgetting is most most Nick fans, so so-called Nick fans, the ones that are always bitches about oh everybody uses Nick for clicks. But y'all are doing it. Y'all as Nick fans are doing this. So y'all are actually feeding this nonsense. And there's another layer of why we can't draw fans, V. Somebody goes on social media, and they hear a person that they look and say, Steve Azul, Knicks fan. And he's constantly bashing the Knicks. Why would I want to be a fan of that team? You know, y'all are killing yourselves. You ain't got to worry about ESPN well, and Fox Sports. Well, if it's We do a good yeah, job ourselves. I-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's warranted, you know, regardless of what it is, you know, I'll speak my piece, you know, we're, I, I would think you're an honest guy, like I'm an honest guy as far as like, we're not going to just give all good and no bad or all bad and no good. You know, we if the right. Knicks are doing well or think, you know, we we, we, we be honest about it. We, we give an, a, a balanced perspective. You know, if the Knicks last, you know, before uh, Thibodeau was there, you know, it, it was bad. We have to be honest with that but we were none right. of the i don't i don't, don't
1: never remember a time steve i don't never remember a time in all the years i've known you that either one of us got on here and talked about tanking i don't think we ever said that i may be wrong i know i never did no but i no, never no, remember I did, having a conversation on this platform and me you have live somebody says well, we should tank i don't think we've ever did nah. that yes we gave no, our honest no. opinion but we didn't throw our team under the bus and wish for losses. You know, you got <laughs> no. this new group, Steve. you got this new group of Knicks fans that we can win by 40 points. But if Joe didn't do this, Jay didn't do that, and Steve did this wrong and Dominic did that wrong, that's their catch the next day. Not that we won. Not that we lost. It's always this one versus that one. To me, that's the most disheartening, sickening thing of being a fan. I thought it was about, hey, Steve, I don't give a shit if, if Grimes came in and scored 40 points. thought the goal was we won. We never sat and picked sides of, oh, you know what, we won, but this guy could have did. No, I thought the goal was to win. But now you got all of this, ooh, Steve, I'm telling you. Man. If you notice, I'm on social media in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and
0: that's it. <laughs> yeah. and that's I'm learning. It. I'm learning. I wake up early,
1: say my piece, <laughs> and go on. Because it's fucking crazy. I like that approach, though. <laughs> I like that. I'm I going to adopt that.
0: <laughs> get get all your tweets out in the morning before everybody wakes up. I like that. you know I yeah. to start doing that. Yeah, peace at the rest of the and you know what
1: Steve I met I met some real knowledgeable NBA people not not Nick fans NBA people like this guy Chris he's a he's he's a, another vet like me a combat vet he does that hoops space very well run very well organized they go around the league it isn't just a one team thing great great dialogue Steve. So I've seen some good things come out of this, what they call it, Twitter spaces. But a lot yeah. of it is like, oof, redundant, nasty, people yelling and screaming at each other. No, nah, nah, I, can't, I can't do that.
0: Yeah, That's, nah, a, that's the fun. social media thing. That, that, that social media thing is such an X factor in life right now, Dom, beyond sports. Oh. And just regardless of <laughs> what, whatever you talk about, it is the ultimate oh. equalizer cuz you can find some gems in exactly what you're looking for like you just explained it but at the same time you do have that you know that onus on the negativity regardless of whether it's sports non-sports you know we can talk about anything it could be Anything, any topic, is just going to be, you know, everybody is free for the more. Yeah, it is free. Everything's free. So people ha- are going to say crazy things or intelligent things. It just matters if you find the ones you think are intelligent. You just happen to come across it. But you're right about uh, some of the on the sports level. Yeah, I'm definitely. I, and I really encourage it. I've been saying that for years. I think everybody should have a, a voice. And that's what these social media plat- platforms do and bringing people together. And I think that's a positive thing, man. If you right. if you could get with like minds in, in on a on that level, regardless if you're talking about your team or just a like interest, I, I think that is healthy. That's healthy for twenty first century communication.
1: But that's the scary thing, Steve. Like you just said, great work. Like minded. Right. there's there's less of that and more of the sheep minded than like minded. Okay, there's well, too many sheep. Well,
0: well, you know where that comes from. You know, I, I don't have to say yeah. that part. I'm, either, that I'm comes even from talking
1: your... sports, Steve. <laughs> like these, these people just like in politics, these people get together and they become a herd of sheep. And like nothing right. else matters. Like the hot the hot okay. thing with the Knicks is fire Thibodeau, get rid of Randall. And and, and and they got a whole farm worth of sheep that preached this shit for the last eight months. And still talking about it. And Brutus is one of them. As much as I love Brutus, he's one of them. You know, they got that sheep. Let me see how many sheep I can get to follow me because that means I'm right. You know, there's no basis behind what you're saying except now you, you're, you're the sheep herder and you got 150 sheep following you. So that means you're right. No, it don't. It just means you got a lot of sheep. That are listening to this bullshit and feeding into it, it, just like with politics, Steve. Again, not to get on that, we've had that conversation, but it's right, right. like that with sports now, and it's sickening with the Knicks, man. Ooh, I, I stay away. Yeah, from I, 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 I'm glad I don't news.
0: see a lot of that. I'm glad I don't see a lot of that, but you, you
1: definitely do. Yeah, so. thank
0: God. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I mean I, I mean, I
1: don't mind. I never knew nothing. I never knew I nothing about. No, no, and you know what, in the beginning, like I said, I didn't know nothing about this. I had a couple of these guys, uh, this Philly smooth guy, uh, this dude Cash, and then Breeze and his buddy Dee's. I became pretty close to them on, on Twitter. So they would do a space, and I liked them because they kept it calm, they kept it clean. And I said, okay, this is pretty cool. And then when I would have other people inviting me, I'm like, okay, let me give it a shot. Yo, Steve, if I, if I, like, I can't last, what's the name invites me all the time. And I almost feel compelled to support them, but I can't last more than 10 minutes with Brutus in them. It's like, well, it's like a a repeat. Yeah. I mean, everybody
0: has their flavor, Dom. I mean, if you feel a good space with, um, you know, we're breezing them, they're great, you know, or, you know, that's, why, yes. that's what I'm saying. Like everybody, I, I'm all for free speech and everybody should have a yes. voice. So just, you have, you know, find your flavor and, and, and stick with it no matter what it is, you know, it's, you know, it's a Knicks or non-Knicks or sports, non-sports. So I, I mean, I'm all for it anyway, you know, I'm not, you know, went out not with the league did to Kyrie. I'm not with that. Given one side the, that yeah. did, to me, that's more cheap than anything. You know, it's an all one-sided narrative coming from the masses to shun somebody. That I think that's I'm totally against that. Like that's that's like I'm all about get the both sides of the argument or the perspective, and then from there form your own opinion on what you know and your values in life. I mean, that's just how I look at it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, when we got you
1: know when we get the like like I said, like I said last week, Steve. Like I said last week, I can't, I can't put myself in the hypocritical box. If I believe in something and I stand for it, then I just can't stand for it for Dom and Steve. And that's how I felt about the Kyrie thing. Y'all effed this up from the get-go. Big government, little government. When it goes to him being not being able to play last year, COVID, whatever, it, it all stemmed from somebody mandating what you got to do. Then this time you take it even further. You're going to mandate that you apologize. You pay your hard-earned money, and we'll make things right again. Circus act. You know, how many loops can you jump through before we'll let you play again? That's some bullshit, Steve. I'm sorry. And I'm not a Kyrie fan. It, It could be Kyrie or another name. Don't like the way they went about it. I didn't like the way they went about it last year. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite, Steve. I'm sorry. If somebody thinks I'm going to flip-flop because of the name, no, oh, not happening. It's <laughs> not happening. And a lot of people have taken, eh, I guess, both sides of the stick. But that being said, Steve, I just find something strange, especially in sports, what you could actually do to somebody. That's that's crazy. But, hey, I, I, the one thing I could say – and I think I said it last week. I think that's the reason I like Kanye. Kanye will say some crazy shit, and then he'll walk away. You know, he don't give a shit <laughs> what you say. He just walks away. Like, okay, I said it. <laughs> Let me move on to some more bizarre stuff. <laughs> he, just, right, right, he don't right. do all the apologizing and the tap dancing. And, and I kind of like that. Because like you said a minute ago, Steve, everybody should have a platform. We are a country supposedly based on free speech, so hey. But yeah, it's getting out of control in sports, to be quite yeah,
0: honest. Yeah, in life in general too, man. Any final thoughts? Mm-hmm. I know we got a tip off. Uh, I might watch a few minutes. Cause I got to get it early in the morning. Final thoughts from you, Dom. Uh, it's great talking with you. Yeah, uh, you know, when we we chop it up back and forth, when we get not with just our team, it's just with the intricacies of just life. And how we see things, we usually see eye to eye. And I appreciate you forming your opinion here, man. Of course, always, man.
1: Well, my final thoughts, Steve, three and two. Keep our heads up. We could possibly make it back to New York or the East Coast at even 500. And that'll be 500, four more games, that's 500 through 18 games. That's not bad, Steve, considering the up and down play we've been, you know, showing. Like I said, only four teams in the NBA at 500, and there's a shitload of them under 500. So let's take the good, try to build on it, and see where we go. And as always, Steve, I thank you, brother. I love you. And keep up the good work, man.
0: Love you too, Dom. Uh, happy Turkey Day uh, because next week we're oh. off all week because the, the holiday we'll be back on after Turkey Day Uh jump back in. And so we, we'll have more games to discuss, not just our team, but around the leagues. And, and you know, I'm going to try to catch up with some of this college basketball when I can, man. So it's good chopping up with you. I look forward to you. you know, I love, you know, I got you saved as a favorite on the Twitter, man, because I love, you know, you got the quotes, you got the sports history popping, you know, you bring a lot of different flavors on that. So keep doing what you do, bro, on that. And then, you know, you get into the definitely the different discussions with fans and just life, man. You got a lot of versatility on that. So, yeah, you know, all even when we're not on for the next two weeks, man, keep on doing what you do with the Twitter, man. I'm Definitely, I love – I hate the word follow, but I love uh, being in that, you know, that space to, you know, get that good game you always bring to the table, bro.
1: Thank you, Steve. You know what? I was going to use today – it's actually Amari Stoudelmeier's birthday. Okay. But I found something better today. But, yeah, I actually do this shit every night, Steve, before I go to bed. I look it up. I write it down. And then do it the next day. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I'm weird. Like, but anyway, like Clark, Thank man. you, Steven. Yes, sir.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, matter of fact, I, I should have put you on the spot. Uh, we'll, we'll do it next time. TV show, movie recommendations. You usually been on, the, especially with the espionage type of oh. sh- uh, movies. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm, there's something out there because I haven't seen one in like a couple of months. But definitely, if it's on Twitter, man, put it out there. Shoot me a text, and we'll, we'll we'll top it up, man. On
1: that, I give you I give so. you one good one, Steve. Before we go, if you have if you have Hulu, doubt. They're actually airing it on ABC now, but on... Was who, it You don't get the commercials and stuff. It's called Reasonable Doubt. Oof. Okay, okay. It just ended. Right. So you'd be able to binge it. Oof. All right, Pretty good. all right. Uh, say
0: say all less, rubble. man. You already know how you are. You, you, Shout-outs to Dom. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. shout out to Nick Abaka. I saw his tweets uh, at the event in Harlem uh this past Sunday with the the the, the, the documentary with the Knicks fan shout out to Av for putting in that work man shout out to him and we'll reconvene with everybody shout outs to Live shout outs Shelly shout out to everybody shout outs to Coach Chris Dominic uh we'll being back in a couple of weeks Sandriessu San ladies and gentlemen please blue Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee
1: blue, blue.